Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, everyone. We are back podcasting at my house in Palm Springs. I am back quarantined after my weekend away in Arizona. It was, um, we'll get into that. It was a little stressful, but I went, I got my COVID test. Now I am back in quarantine with my bestie, Brett Kenyon. How are you? Hi. There's so many Bretts in our group. It's like, we always have to specify. I know. I think I'm going to start going by BK. Ooh. I put a poll up on my Instagram and it was like 50-50 for Kenyon or BK. Because I'm like, I can't go by anything else. BK is my initials. But uh-huh. then some people are like, oh, that sounds like Burger King. I mean... I'm from like the New York City area, so I say it just reminds me of Brooklyn. Okay, I can see that too. But I don't know. I, I feel like there's just too many Bretts and I need to go There are. Else. Even last night when I was looking on Twitter, I was like, oh, my friend Brett. And I was like, oh, different Brett. <laughs> I know. You have so many Bretts in your there's life. There's the so hell? many. It's crazy. But they're all like more on the recent side Bretts. I don't think I really... There was one Brett I worked with at Villablanca. Yeah, I never knew Bretts growing up. And then that's what Brett Cap said too. He's like, I never met another Brett until I came to LA and everyone's named Brett. So weird. <laughs> but none of you are from LA. That's what's funny. Yeah. You just all end up like at Sir and Tom Tom. I know. Named Brett. So um last week, obviously, I went into our new studio at Action Park Media and sat down with my longtime friend Kevin Connolly. And that was so much fun just to get to be back in a studio. It's been a while. I was almost thinking about taking this week off, but after having the two weeks off and then just getting back on air last week, I was like, you know what? This is not a time to be silent. This is a time to speak up. And so what we are doing a special edition of drinking and podcasting. We're bringing it back. It's been a bit. We've got some Aperol spritzes. We're going to talk about some serious stuff first because there's no way I feel okay doing a podcast or anything this week, social media, entertainment-wise, without addressing 
what is sadly going on in our country and the pandemic all over the world. So I want to start with you because you were caught in the middle of the riots and looting in West Hollywood this weekend. Right. I saw it on the news. And if you guys have seen my most recent vlog, you saw me watching the news from my hotel room and seeing it on TV so far away. I was so heavily impacted. I can't imagine what it was like seeing it in person. So I want you to paint the picture for everyone. And I just want to get into a little bit with what's going on in this crazy country. Yeah, I mean, Saturday I woke up and I just had this like weird pit in my stomach that something wasn't right. I'm just like, what is going on? And I was, it was my last weekend in my Fairfax apartment, which is exactly where the looting started. Mm -hmm. And I was moving the final stuff to my new apartment. I was going back to grab the last of some things and that's when like everything kind of started. And I just wasn't expecting it. I knew there was a protest going on. Um, I had wanted to join, but I literally had to get everything out of my apartment that day for me yeah. to get my security deposit back. So I was trying to drive out and everyone was just like smashing in windows, running around. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And I was so terrified and so upset that that was yeah. going on. And I went over to my friend's apartment and he lives like on La Brea and like Fountain. So it's a uh -huh. little further away from where the riding was happening. And I was just sitting there and I was upset. And then I was thinking like, that little amount of fear and uncertainty that I felt in that moment is how black Americans feel like every day, yeah. and especially around police. And it was like, it was that moment of being like, you know, how privileged I am and, mm -hmm. and that fear that I felt in that moment of being like, oh fuck. It's like, no, this is how these people feel all the time and kind of just like hit home. That's when you realize like white privilege really is a thing. It's like people can say it, but then when you're seeing what your friends who are black are experiencing and just knowing that you're never going to feel that, like you're never going to be able to fully empathize and understand. But totally. what we can do is speak out and be there for support. And be, I keep saying this, I'm like, be the change, make the change, like literally if we don't change, the world is never going to change. And I've been reading up so much, like last night, Brett and I were refreshing our brains on history and just like how far back this goes and where it all started. But the fact that like racism, it's not something that just exists. It's something that is taught. It's the way people are raised. It's the society that you're in and that upbringing. It's so sad to me to think that people are raised in a way where color matters. It's just like, ugh. It's like I can't even put it into words because it's I, I, I have such a hard time wrapping my head around how someone could literally judge another human being, whether it's personally or job-wise or whatever, based on the color of their skin. Right. It baffles me. There is a good video that I posted on my Instagram today about systemic racism mm -hmm. and how back in the day, you know, there are these borders drawn in these cities and based on where people lived, banks wouldn't give loans to certain people. It was a really great video um, explaining how like all of that has had an effect on people's lives and yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like you just need to keep educating yourselves. I also want to mention if you guys go on my Instagram and click on my link tree, there is a link in there that has places you can donate to, sign petitions. Also on my most recent YouTube video, uh, Road Trip to the River, in the description, there's also links there. I did my little like PSA at the end of my vlog because I just felt like you know, we just had such a fun weekend and it was very carefree. We're in Arizona where oddly they like don't believe in COVID. It's like the the amount of Trump supporters who think COVID is a conspiracy. I bit my tongue (sighs) so much this weekend. Like I'm sitting at dinner with my childhood friend. I've known these girls since we're three years old and her sister's like, well, yeah, that's why I voted for Trump. You know, we need a visit. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to get into politics on my podcast. I'm not going to get into politics at a dinner party, but you know, being from California, it was, um, very different going into a very red state. Mm -hmm. The first night we were there, wait, before, did I already say, if you go on that video though, there are links in my description. I just want to make Yeah. To donate for like Black Lives Matter. Sign the petitions. Yeah. All of that. Before I continue, I want to make that a point because that is the most important part of why I am doing this podcast today. So please, please, you guys, and get out and vote whenever it is your state primary vote. Literally every vote counts. It is so important, especially like the younger generation, you know, like that's where the future is. Like kids need to be raised that they need to vote and every vote counts. I want to read this one last quote just to end Mm -hmm. it because I feel like it's important to say because not everyone can be out there protesting whether it's health reasons or whatever it is but this quote says some are posting on social media, some are protesting in the streets, some are donating silently some are educating themselves some are having tough conversations with friends and family a revolution has many lanes. Be kind to yourself and to others who are traveling in the same direction. Just keep your foot on the gas. And I think that's important because not all of us can be out there for whatever reasons, but it doesn't mean that you can't still be part of the change and be a part of the movement. So just remember that. Yeah. Because I'm feeling guilty for not being out there right now. I but. know. And me too. And I will say I've had so many of my close black friends reach out like messaging me and being like thank you so much like I'm proud to call you a friend and like honestly like that almost makes me want to cry because I'm like you're proud to be my friend like I'm proud to be your friend yeah and I'm like you don't like why are you thanking me this yeah should, this, this is just like, this should be normal I common need, sense I don't need thanks like yeah. or, you know what I mean you shouldn't have to thank me it's insane it's but it's just like human. is it that hard to post an Instagram story no you should be doing that more. People should be speaking out more, but it's like just doing that one little thing means so much to so many people. And I keep saying that to people who aren't posting that much. Like I've even said this to my boyfriend. I was like, babe, I get it. Like, you know, you're okay. You're not from this country, but you do live here now. And as angry as you are with everything that's going on and maybe you can't put it in the right words. I'm like, you do have to post something. You need to reach out to your friends. You need to let them know that you do support them because being silent is not the answer. Yeah. And literally like speak up anything you guys can say that just point people in the right direction. Really. If everyone just said one thing to help end racism, like everyone in the world, like it would make a difference. The little things make a difference and it baffles me. It, It really does. And like, on social media, 
the blackout Tuesday. Have we ever seen anything like that on social media? Like that impactful? No. I mean, not I that know, I can think yeah, of. Not that I can think of where like literally I'm scrolling through my feed and it's all black squares and it's all quotes and all whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Never. And the one thing with that that I noticed a lot of people were hashtagging Black Lives Matter on the Blackout Tuesday. And then that was like, but you're taking not away, to do. right? Because then it's like, that's taking away from the movement and the information people are trying to get. So the Black Lives Matter hashtag is important for the information that people need to get. There's a lot of love we need to spread in the world right now. We've just entered June, which is Pride Month. Yes, it's, Pride. It, it needs to be a time of just. Spreading love and, you know, making everything sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. Like, why not? You know? (laughs) It should always be that way. (laughs) It's like, this has always been my favorite. This is like Christmas in LA for me. And I mean, I'm a mostly straight woman, (laughs) but like, I love pride. Like, it's literally like Christmas. Like, every year at Sir, it's just the Uh. happiest day of spreading love, unless you're me and Dana fighting in the back alley of Sir, but that needed to be done. But y'all made out we did. that we, night anyways. We <laughs> loved on each other a lot at TomTom that night. But um, I still want to acknowledge that it is still Pride Month. That is still something that we should be celebrating and spreading love. And remember that, you know, Pride came from a riot at the Stonewall in New York City against police brutality. Let's not forget that. You know, you got to sometimes do that to change the world. Totally. I mean, just seeing Melrose on actual fire. I'm like, I can't even count how many times I've been to that Starbucks. Last time I was there, I ran into Stassi's ex-boyfriend at that Starbucks. Like the Grove, the Apple store where I bought Max's Apple Watch. (laughs) (laughs) But But it's so insignificant when you think about it. Although I know that a lot of the protesters were not also No, there's the a looting, difference. There's the protesters but- and there's the looters. The protesters doing the peaceful protests, that is our right. That is something that I love seeing every day. There's one out here in Palm Springs on Saturday that we want to go to. Definitely going to that. But yeah, let's not get it twisted that it is not the protesters fighting out there for Black Lives Matter who are the ones who are rioting and looting. And I'm seeing the post of like they're planting like random bricks on the street. Or there's been, I saw a video of like cops knocking down glass and stuff. So it's like they're trying to make it seem worse than it is. And it's like, you know, I don't know. You can't always believe the media. Yeah. But um, I did go out on Fairfax the day on Sunday, the day after Mm -hmm. the riots and Helped clean. I donated like paint, um, and I we were painting all the graffiti up, and it was just so like beautiful to see everyone come together and yeah. just help out and clean up the neighborhood. I know that the good will always outweigh the bad. Always, always, always. Oh, absolutely. I had posted an Instagram story the other day. I posted it before I was like ready to, I didn't put like the hashtags and the emojis and things I wanted to just accidentally hit send. And I was like, wait, shit, I wasn't done. I still needed to say more because I was the first part of my Insta story. I was just like, you know, all of you people out there like writing and this and that. And I was like, why am I, first of all, that's not the focus. That is not what is important here and what right. we need to be focusing on. That's the sad, tragic part of this, but this is all happening because of racism in this freaking country. It's like enough is enough. This, you know? could have, this should have been addressed freaking decades ago. Like I mean, centuries ago. Yeah. Literally, I was doing all the research last night, just 
how far back it goes. I haven't been in school in a very long time. And there were just so many things I was like, oh my God, wait, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. The mm-hmm. Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. And like all of this stuff that we learned in history class that I wish I appreciated more. And kids, if you're listening, appreciate history. I Study really- history because that's the only way that we will not repeat it. Yeah. Like whatever that quote is, it's like history. You're doomed to repeat history if you're not mm-hmm. studying it or whatever the hell it is. I remember her name was Mrs. Pranick, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, history class was my least favorite. She wasn't the nicest. And I mean, I still got an A because I was a 4.0 student and I was always a perfectionist. So I still studied it. Didn't you skip a grade? I did. I skipped <laughs> third grade. Yeah. Badass. Back in high school, it was just like, oh, history class with Mrs. Pranick, like, oh, the Revolutionary War. and it, But now, as an adult and, like, just knowing so much more about the world and being in 2020, it's such a different place than when I was in high school in the, oh, my God, late 90s, early 2000s. I'm aging myself. Oh, my God. Yeah. But um, just <laughs> appreciate history. And even if... You can't appreciate it because you're already done in school. Go back and study it like we were doing last night. Literally, there is so much information out there that we retained maybe 20 years ago and forgot about. But knowing the facts and being able to have conversations about it today is such an important thing. And I'm trying to be very careful with how I word things because I don't want to come off insensitive or anything like that whatsoever. I'm just, I really want to just keep spreading the word that we need to spread love. Racism needs to end. This shit is just... Totally. uh, Well, thank you for refreshing our Aperol spritzes. You're welcome. We haven't done a drinking and podcasting in a bit. It's been a minute. You know, we are going to start with the serious topics, but... I was dating Johnny the last time oh my um, God. <laughs> we podcasted That's together. Right. Like pre-quarantine. We did. Oh my God. But I figured, you know, I would put all the important information out there for y'all first. And then I will do my job as best as I can in this situation and current climate we're in to keep y'all entertained. And I want to talk about... Some other things that are a little more lighthearted. We've already said it is Pride Month, which is a month of spreading love. Every month should be a month of spreading love. Totally. Every month should be Black History Month. Every month should be a supporting Black Lives Matter Month. It should be an everyday thing in this world. And you guys do better. It's 2020. Like, do better. I just... We'll get there. I have faith. I have faith. I think so too. While I'm transitioning into a little more of lighthearted topics, I would just like to ask y'all if you enjoy my podcast or even if you don't and you just enjoy me or you just want to be nice, please go on Apple Podcasts and give me a better rating than two stars because what literally get this it's not even two it's one or five i have fans or i have haters why are the so, haters like just coming and yeah. reviewing you so it's like equal like five or one star reviews so i have a two and a half star review Ew. on apple podcast i'll go leave you a good one so um i would just i would appreciate that you guys i've been doing this for 
about two and a half years now, and I think I'm pretty good at my job, but I also know I could be better at it. I'm still learning. I do read y'all's comments. I try and take that feedback. When I'm interviewing guests, I try not to interrupt as much. I'm trying to be better with how many times I say like, but you know what? I'm human. And I'm not perfect, even though I like to try and act like I am. <laughs> Another thing I want to mention that obviously um, with Blackout Tuesday, that was a day where we're not supposed to be posting about ourselves at all. And I loved that we got to do that. But the Blackout Tuesday falling on June 2nd was also one of my dear friend's books that came out. Yeah. And I just do want to give Kristen Doty a shout out and a congratulations because obviously Tuesday was not about her. And when she wrote this book a year ago and planned the June 2nd launch, she thought that day was going to be about her, but there are way bigger things going on in the world. But I just want to give her a little love for her book. He's making you crazy. Is that? Yeah. yeah I'm like, he's making me crazy. He's making you crazy. He's making all of us crazy. <laughs> It is such a fun read, you guys. If you're around our age, like middle age, you know, mid 30s, <laughs> it's very nostalgic. Like it takes you back to junior high, spin the bottle. There's all of these stories where you'll actually really get a better understanding of where Crazy Kristen was born and evolved from. I mean, it's a very fun, easy read book. It took me a while because I'm a very slow reader. I'll read like five pages and I'll get distracted. Then I'll text and I'll be like, oh my God, I remember when I did this. And then I'll text one of my junior <laughs> high friends. And it took me a minute, but um, it took my mom only two days. And she was like, wait, that was really good. That's it was what your really, mom was telling me today. Really well written. And my heart just went out to her today. I didn't talk to her yesterday, but when I was talking to her today, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, babe, I'm, I didn't even realize like yesterday was blackout Tuesday. I feel like everyone, you know, was only focused on that. And I just now, I mean, it's still the focus, obviously, but I did just want to put that out there. If y'all haven't checked out her book yet, you should get it. And she had to cancel her book tour. She had to cancel her virtual book tour. It's a bummer. The reunion last night was not good for her. Yeah. But I also, I just, while we're on the Kristen subject, I do want to say something about this because she got a lot of shit last night that I don't think she deserved. She was a single girl last year. Max is a single guy last year. They had sex twice drunk. Also, the whole season was... Oh my God, stop with Carter. Get rid of Carter. Like, okay, bitch, she moved on and she yeah. fucked Max. Like, uh -huh. why is it always an issue? Exactly. Who cares? Who hasn't fucked Max? And the way that it was just like, I mean, yes, are her and Dana, were they friendly? Of course, we're all friendly with her. We all are working together and whatnot. But it's like they were never super close. So when Andy or whoever it was, I don't even remember, said, oh, well, about Max with like, you're Kristen, your ex, or whatever they said, like something about Max's ex is Kristen's friend. And I was like, which one are you talking about? Yeah, Me or Dana? Yeah, yeah. I dated him longer than her. And although hers is more fresh, I am completely unbothered by this. I wish you saw there was a part where I wanted to do a drinking game with the um, reunion, but I feel like we said it more times than you may actually see. I was like, every time someone says on brand drink, because when they asked me how I felt about it, I was like, I was dying of laughter. I was like, honestly, very on brand. Kristen, Max, both of y'all very, very on brand, but... 
I just want to say that um, I was insanely unbothered by it, and I think she got a lot of shit that she didn't deserve. Two friends had drunk sex twice last year. Right. We've all been there. I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> you were there last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was. Wait, I was a good boy. What are you talking no, about? No, I'm Oh, I was going to say this when you were saying that, that quote earlier. I wrote this down. So I posted this on my Instagram store today. And this just hit real close to home because there are some people who I think have been going out to the protests because it's the trendy, like, cool thing to do to get a good TikTok, to post an Instagram story. And those people, fuck you. Because it is about Black Lives Matter. It is not about your fucking TikTok or your Instagram post. And the people who are out there, not for the right reasons. I'm going to read you a little quote. The only colors that matter are people's true colors. And boy, are they showing. I've literally seen, I'm like, you've never been the type of ally you're projecting on social media right now. I hope that you have changed and you realize that, you know what? Okay, maybe I should have paid attention more. I really hope that this has enlightened them and opened their eyes and it's genuine because I was speaking to one of my friends last night. Actually, he's a fan of mine. I met at a music festival, but now we're like Instagram friends. So it's I don't know him that well. But he had made a comment when we were DMing last night and he was like saying... Like, well, I hope like some along the lines of like, you're not just doing it because everyone else is doing it. Right. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. like, no, 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 no. Like this, I am an ally, like hashtag black lives matter. I stand by that. Yeah. And he was just like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't want you to be offended. I was like, no, 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 I'm not. And I go, because there are people out there doing it, not for the right reasons. I appreciate that they are doing it. Totally. Proud of them for doing it. But if you didn't start it for the right reasons, I hope that it has ended with you educating yourself and understanding truly what this movement is about because it's not about you. It's not about the TikTok. And we live in a very you, 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 me, 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 you know. Seriously. Culture. There were just, there were certain people I saw that I, I just, it rubbed me the wrong way. But at the same time, I so appreciate every single person who has went out and protested and held up signs and ran from rubber bullets. I mean, low-key, all putting their lives at risk with a freaking pandemic going around. A lot of people are wearing masks. A lot of people aren't wearing masks. But for all of you who are out there protesting, I just want to thank you. Thank you, guys. The community thanks you. And I, I wish there was more we could do, but I'm like... I have my voice. I'm going to use it. I'm going to podcast. I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to post links. I'm going to sign petitions. I'm going to, which got bounced back, and I'm kind of pissed about that, emailed the Minneapolis Mine police department. Mine got bounced back, too. I think they got too many because it Probably. was just, and they were just like, you know, we're going to, like, block this. Yeah. But I feel like I'm I'm doing as much as I can while trying to, again, just get back into a safe quarantine because... As fun as this weekend was, I I think I started to say this earlier, but y'all, I had a full-blown, can't-breathe, crying panic attack when we walked into my friend's house. I haven't been, and there weren't that many people there, but I just have not 
been around people I didn't know. Like I've seen you and Jamie yeah. in quarantine and y'all haven't really been around anyone else. Tom and Ariana. And then Tom, Ariana Max. and Max. And they've pretty much been quarantined together and they've been out here. So that's my small bubble of people I've seen. I saw Charlie and Corey, her boyfriend, Corey. Yeah. But, um, but it's been like very small, very, very small and all people I know. So then to go into Arizona where we're staying in a hotel, there are people there. Clearly we don't know. Someone got in the elevator with us and I'm like, what are you doing? Social distancing. Yeah. Take your own elevator. Your apartment literally has signs that say one person yes. in the elevator at a time. But out there, they don't give a fuck. And the night we got to her house for taco night, there wasn't much footage from that night because I had a full-on panic attack just seeing five people. It was like her, her husband, her sister, her kids. And it, it, I was just like, uh, I, That's like crazy to me because we're such social people and like we yeah. have worked in the restaurant industry where we're constantly around large groups of people. And the fact that like now going in a group of like, nine or 10 people gives us anxiety. It's crazy. And I'm like, you know, I need to eventually slowly start warming up to getting into the world again. But she had like invited a couple of friends over and I thought it was just going to be her sister and her two kids. But then a couple of her friends show up and I was just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm like, I don't want to be rude and I don't want to not hug you. And yes, I know you. And we danced together at her wedding and you're so sweet. But I was just like, and I walked out. I was like, I forgot something in my car. And I walked outside and I called my mom and I was like, mom, I'm freaking out right now. She's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, there's people. (laughs) Like, There's literally, she invited her two bridesmaids (laughs) over and I'm freaking the fuck out. Those two bridesmaids brought their two kids and now there's four kids. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And she was like, okay, well then leave. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to leave and be like, "Mm, you invited your two friends and their kids over. So now I'm leaving. Like, no, she put so much work into this, but I was just like, okay, this, this is why I've been quarantined because clearly now I am paranoid about being around people. And so I ended up going back in, but then I pulled Jamie and my sister aside. We all uh, pretty much, most people I know suffer from anxiety, but some worse than me. I am, um, as I've talked about before, getting ready to do a third round of freezing my eggs. So I'm back on the sober train. So normally when I get anxiety, I just... Well, after tonight, after our well, yes. But I mean, weed wise. Oh, yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I was going to say, no, drink. Yes, that's one thing. But like back on the sober, like weed, CBD, like any of those substance fun mushrooms you know whatever yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was my birthday it's fine i'm not gonna get into it (laughs) i'll save that one for when max is on the podcast (laughs) but that's what i mean those are out i was like you know what yeah we're gonna we oh and we drank i mean we had aperol spritzes we had truly's we had white claws we had gin and tonics we had tequila shots we acted like you know we were in college and had a great time but i have stopped smoking weed so normally when i have anxiety i go out i take a hit of my vape pen i come back Mm -hmm. in and i'm fine but this night i'm like okay well now uh wine is my option so i did i had some wine but the closer I get to getting ready to freeze my eggs, the more sober I have to get. So that's why we're getting to drinking and podcasting in tonight because the drinking's going to end soon. You got to get sober this week. <sighs> I know. 
But um, back to the anxiety. So I'm now freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, what if Jamie, like what if Jamie or Mrs., what if any of us get sick and then it's my fault because I brought you guys here, but you guys agreed yeah. to come here. But now I'm worried that, and my sister was like, sis, I'm chill. Like the kids are cute. I'm going to go hang out with them. I love it. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, Jamie, are you fine? She's like, well, we're here. And I was like, okay, so we're in the same boat, but we both are not going to be rude. We're going through with it. And then I felt so bad because then my friend Heather was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. She's like, we always have parties. I'm like, you asked if her sister could come over, not your two friends and their two kids. And I was like, oh, it just, it was just so overwhelming to me. But I always think of something to like get me not anxious about coronavirus. And it's that like, I literally have licked people's buttholes before. <laughs> so like, if I lick people's buttholes, like I shouldn't be scared to get coronavirus. Oh my God, right? <laughs> and like pretty much like back to the, well, obviously we're drinking right now, but um, for like after my birthday for like two weeks, I was like, no, I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not smoking any weed. And then I was like, well, we're going to Arizona. So like I will, but I was, I was trying to stay on the sober train, but I'm like, I'm not doing it yet. So whatever. I ended up going out, getting drunk and all of that came back up and woke me up at 2 a.m. <laughs> and I was in the bathroom and Mikey and Brock did not hear me. Thankfully. Oh my God. Uh, Jamie stayed in the room with my sister and justice. But yeah, I was like, okay, I know now not to mix gin, tequila, truly white claws, a frozen pina colada daiquiri type. I mean, no, literally. That's rum. Yeah. It was a full smorgasbord of, I want to feel like shit tomorrow. But thankfully I threw it up and I felt fine the next day. Good. But we got to go out on the lake. We had so much fun. That is literally my happy place. I grew up on the water Going to the river, the lake, wherever, sea dews, boats, boats, same, sea dews, live music, football, weed when I'm not sober. Those are just like all things that make me very happy. <laughs> but being on the water, it's so funny too, because I have a very large shower here, as you know. And so, you know, to save water, Brock and I will shower together. Yeah. And I, I, unless I'm washing my hair, I don't want it wet. I do not like water splashed in my face. I have always, it's been one of my dreams to be like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I hate it. It burns my eyes, my contacts. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Don't like the ocean. Hate it. Like (gasps) if I'm in like Bali or Hawaii, somewhere somewhere really pretty with clearer water, even like Florida sometimes. Yeah. Then I'll maybe go in it, but going under, swimming, my eyes, uh-uh, mm. can't do it. So like Brock knows and we're in the shower, do not fucking splash my face. Mm. I will get very angry. So we're on the sea do and I'm driving. I'm just like tearing it up. The water's splashing. I'm hopping over waves. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I know. I was like, this is the only time it's okay for water to splash my face. I was like, wait, you know what would be really funny? Let's do a TikTok. We'll do the rock star, whatever it's called, dance. And then at the end, instead of doing the last move, you push me in the lake. And he was like, wait, what? You're going to let me push you in the water? I was like, take advantage of this opportunity. It's not going (laughs) to happen often. I'm in such a good mood right now. I'm down to get pushed in the water. We did that TikTok seven times. Oh, you got pushed in seven times? Seven times. Yes, because, well, the first few times our communication wasn't really on point. And he was like, wait, do I? And I kind of like fell in a couple of times. It looked fake. But I realized the first few times that we did it, he was in a Speedo. 
And the last two times on TikTok we've posted him in a Speedo, it's gotten taken down. Freaking TikTok. So I was like, wait, we got to do this again. So we put a towel on and then we did it again. And I was like, no, I'm going to flip the switch on you. I'm going to push you in. And I go to push him in and all 250 pounds of him and 110 pound me, (sighs) he did not budge and he was wet. And so my hand kind of like slipped. And then it was just like, it was like he took a finger and just tapped me and I went in the water. (laughs) (laughs) But he had a lot of fun throwing me in several times. So right when I like get service again, my mom's calling me. She's like, oh my God, are you so pissed at Brock? I saw your... T-. And I was like, no. I was like, that was my idea. Oh. Then I see on my Instagram, I love so much that my dad knows how to respond to Instagram story. Yeah. I have a DM from my dad and he goes, he's like, that Brock. Da, da, da. Like, uh, wait, let me read what he said exactly. I'm because, obsessed with your dad. Uh, RVO. It was so Finally got adorable. the follow from Ron last week. I was oh, like, hell yes. yeah. You're, you know you're cool when RVO follows you. He goes, <laughs> that's messed up, Brock. And I was like, no, dad, it was on purpose. Ha ha, we did it like six times before this. We got the whole thing on the vlog camera too. It was my idea. He goes, okay, he's lucky because I'd hire a bigger guy to take care of him. Ha ha, just kidding. Have more fun. Love oh you. Oh my God, <laughs> that's so funny. So I called both of my parents after. I was like, because they know me so well. They're like, we know you do not like getting thrown in the water. Yeah. Like, that was like, as a kid, like I got thrown in the pool once at our family luau and I was pissed. Yes, now like, I know how to really piss you off. Don't do it. <laughs> Literally don't do it. No. But, um, yeah, so we did it for the talk, you know, those are things that are okay to do for TikTok and social media, fun, lighthearted things. What do you think TikTok versus Instagram? Do you think Instagram is on its way out? Is TikTok the new it social media? I do think so, even though it's so different, but I've noticed that TikTok, now that millennials have taken over, has become a lot more like thirst traps, a lot more like fitness people and like really hot people just like with like not a lot of talent. They're just Mm -hmm. hot and they're taking over and that's kind of like Instagram. So it's like slowly transitioning over. Yeah. Well, in the last week since I did my podcast, um, our TikTok's at 11.2 million That's insane. So insane. I knew you were going to kill TikTok. I told you to get on it. I mean, I just, I need to be more consistent. I need, I have a list of ideas and things I want to do, but like now Brock's in San Diego for a week and I'm like, wait, I I am capable of TikToking by myself. And now, I mean, we are, you know, publicly quarantining together. Let's do a TikTok tomorrow. Yeah. I have an idea. Okay. Okay. I have another one I want to do with Brock where I say, a word with my American accent and then he says it in his Australian accent because like the way they say aluminum, like yeah. aluminum foil, aluminium. aluminium yeah. And I'm like, it's aluminum. That'd and even fun. earlier he was texting me and he meant to say like, you're going down like a rabbit hole or something like H-O-L-E, <laughs> but he put a W in front of the hole and I was like, I'm a whole what? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm all that. Like, it was, I was like, can you call me before I get pissed off? He's like, why would you be pissed off? I was like, cause I don't think I'm understanding you properly yeah. because you're not spelling words correctly. <laughs> I love Brock. Sometimes I'm talking to him and I'm just like, wait, hold on. Wait, what? What did you say? What, what? I mean, we're nine months mean? in and I'm like, Can you say that three more times and slower? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A couple more things I want to talk about before we wrap. 
but I saved it till the end to make you guys listen to this mm. whole thing mm. first. <laughs> oh, one thing before I get into the last topic, I just found out recently that essential oils are poisonous to cats. And I just want to put that out there. There are some scents that apparently are safe, but um, I saw, and this is not an ad, but I've done a lot of ads for Pretty Litter, and I saw that they posted a story, if you guys want to go read it, about how the oils, they I think it's something called like phenols or whatever that it yeah. puts off that are toxic to cats. So for all of my cat lovers out there, if you use a humidifier or a diffuser, you might want to look into that because I noticed since being in Palm Springs, I've been using it a lot more because it's really dry out here and I get a lot of bloody noses mm -hmm. with my allergies. And it's because of my allergies for any of you being like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, so I use my humid. I bought two humidifiers for my bedroom because my room here is so much bigger than in Marina. The right. ceilings are so high. Yeah. So I got two and then I'm like, let's do lavender, lavender, peppermint, eucalyptus. And yeah, I noticed the cats have been throwing up more since we've been here. And I'm like, oh, they're just adjusting to a new place. No, I've been poisoning them and not so knowing. Sad. And I feel so bad. I know. My sister so, said the same thing, that it's actually true. So Yeah. So I just wanted you guys to know that. Also, if any of you Impractical Jokers or fans or friends of the Impractical Jokers know them, <sighs> I am still campaigning to zoom in on their dinner party, be a part of their show, get them on my show. Joe Gatto literally freaking tweeted me and was like, when am I getting on shenanigans with Sheena Shea? And I was like, tomorrow, today, I'm prepped for this podcast, y'all. I have my questions ready to go, but I want this one to be in person. You're their Gotta biggest be. fan. I really am. I watch it every day. I've never seen you so into a show. I Because honestly, I could be in the worst mood ever and I turn on the show. You can't not laugh. Just like you can't be on a sea and not smile. Yeah. Try it. I dare you. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this stand of the Tosh.0 did once and he's like have you ever seen like an angry person on a jet ski they're like on it they're like hmm, and then they're like, woo, woo. like you're just you can't be you know it's true so all right to wrap this up we're gonna get into a little something that a lot of my longtime listeners have been asking about and just to kind of leeway into that threesomes on Bravo have been quite popular the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. If you watch Vanderpump Rules or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's been a hot topic. And it is only a small part of what happened with Janet and I. I want to start by saying up until this past year, she was an amazing friend. She was my ride or die, my co-host, my travel buddy, my everything, honestly. I mean... Yeah. I felt like, I mean, we were so inseparable. As any of you have been listening to my show since the beginning, no, we were together all of the time. There just started to be a lot of little things that kept happening that overall ended up being just one big problem. And we are no longer friends. I wish her nothing but the best. But for those of you who wondered what exactly happened... As you saw in Secrets Revealed last week, there was the thing with the threesome and Dana and Max, and then she wanted to date, and Dana wanted to date Janet, and then Dana's with Max, whatever. That was just like one small issue because I was like, you wouldn't really do that, right? But I feel like if I would have been like, dude, I don't care because Janet and I have slept with a couple of the same people already, that she would have. 
But I'm like, there's a difference in like a casual like hookup that a year late, whatever. Like there's a difference. But one of the things, there was a guy last summer I started talking to again. And then it was like she was interested in him. And it was just like, okay, but like we were kind of talking again. And then there was something about this guy that she started telling people on social media and like saying to people who weren't involved in the situation, like, oh, well, I'm glad like that didn't happen when Sheena and I hung out with him. And I'm like, first of all, why are you telling my personal business to people that really upsets me? It's no one else's business. The things that were in your and I's friendship should have stayed here. And there were just a lot of little things like that, that I don't want to say necessarily felt opportunistic other people said that I felt like she really was a good friend until she wasn't I mean there were just a lot of little things that kept happening and I don't know I I feel like Brett and I were saying this earlier I strongly feel and believe that people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime and I feel like Janet was a season. She was my single Sheena season best friend. And we did so many things together. And I'm maybe I'm a better person because of those two years we had together. But the day she came into my life was the day Rob and I, I knew our relationship was over. I had to tell him there was going to be a cheating rumor on the show. And he just completely shut down and I just knew it was over and I met this girl and she was just full of life and so much fun and then moved to LA and we just became inseparable and then Dana came around there were a few other things I'm trying to think there was one other thing I mentioned earlier I was like oh yeah and then that whatever it was a lot of little things and around the time when Brock and I started talking, she like was also then like being like, oh, don't you think it's weird? Like Brock follows the cast and he doesn't follow like her real friends. And I'm like, well, Brock only followed the cast because we were all at BravoCon and they all followed him. And to be nice, he followed them back. I don't think he's like, oh shit, do I not follow Brett Kenyon on Instagram? I should go do that. He's posted like 32 photos ever on Instagram. He's not really a big social media person, but it was just like, what are you trying to poke at? Like what? It just, there were just a lot of little things that were starting to rub me the wrong way, but you know, I, I wish her nothing but the best. I hope she is still happy in her relationship with Jason. And, you know, some people are just not meant to be friends forever. But, you know, I don't I don't want to badmouth her. I've, I think, said enough that explains the breakup. So I hope for all of my long-term listeners out there that gives you a little clarity. Yeah. Um, she also did, I saw there was something on Reddit that she posted and I was talking to Ariana about it today because Ariana's really big on Reddit and she was like, well, good for her, you know, like at least like she got to get her side out there because people were saying like, oh, it's because like she sided with Kayla over Mikey and I was like, again, another little thing. I knew everything Kayla did to Mikey and I was just like, look, I don't fuck with you anymore. I'm only your friend because of Mikey. You've really hurt him. I've seen the way you've spoken to him. I've read all of the messages. I just don't want you in my life anymore. And you know what? Yeah, you didn't do anything personally to me. And that's normally against my beliefs. And it's like, like James and Kristen, for example, I'm like, well, James has never done anything to me. So I'm going to stay friends with them. And my mom was like, well, Kayla didn't do anything to you. I'm like, but regardless, when Shay and I got divorced, Mikey didn't even hesitate. He had my back a hundred percent and I just felt like I owed him that same loyalty and respect and that was just like 
one of the many little things that Janet's like, well, there's two sides to every story. I'm like, I've seen two sides. I've read their entire conversation over two weeks. Like I've read both sides and you know what? I pick Mikey because that's one thing that these girls on the show have always said is like, pick a side, have some loyalty, stand for something, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, here I am. And now I'm still getting shit for it. Right. It's like, I feel like you've gotten shit in the past for not being loyal to one specific friend group or Mm -hmm. person or whatever, but it's like, sometimes you do have to have loyalty and I don't know. I'll say about that. Anyways, well... That's all the shenanigans we're getting into. We only got through two Aperol spritzes. It's not too bad. So, um, yeah, sorry if I got off on tangents, but that's how these drinking and podcasting episodes go. But to circle back to what is important right now, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Go to my Instagram, click the link, go on my YouTube. My most recent, we went to Road Trip to the River uh, vlog. There are links there. Donate. Sign petitions, get out and vote, be the change, make a change, spread love. Happy Pride Month, everyone. And Brett, tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and wherever else. You can find me on all three at BrettKen13. Boom. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it?